Hello, everyone, and welcome to another edition of the Music Challenge Podcast, where every week, three music-loving friends sit down and talk brass tacks about the music that has touched our lives. This season on the Music Challenge Podcast, we'll be talking about our formative four, the four albums that set us on our personal musical journeys. Where did your musical journey begin? Let us know who your formative four are. We'll be featuring listener selections along the way, and we just may feature your groundbreaking music grails. The albums that started it all for you and what you are listening to now. Let us know what we're missing out on and what we can be listening to. Email us at musicchallengepod at gmail.com or slide into our DMs at musicchallengepod on Instagram. Keep your eyes and ears peeled for weekly episodes featuring some of the most influential albums of our past, present, and future. And now, without further ado, let's jump into the latest episode of the Music Challenge Podcast. And welcome to the Music Challenge Podcast. My name is Andrew, and I have to my Zoom far right, Jed. What's up? What's up, Jed? And then we got Rob in the center there. Say hi, Rob. Hey, y'all. All right, all right. So we've got the crew all assembled, and we are ready to go. Uh, first few couple of show announcements. Please check out our Facebook page, uh, Music Challenge Podcast. Um, there you can find all of our little show announcements. You can interact with other fans of the show. And, yes, there are other fans. Uh, we can actually certify that. And, uh, in general, join our just environment. Um, not that you're going to, you know, base your life on it or anything like that, but, uh, no, you uh, delve into our environment. Yes. <laughs> delve into my environment. We'll, we'll delve into our, delve minds. into our not environment. Like, not like you want to delve into yeah. our minds. Right. I'm going to use yeah. that line. Baby, I'm in your mind. A <laughs> uh, little King Gizzard for everyone there. A little foreshadowing of my king gizzard season that i'm cooking up Ooh, we talk <laughs> about this king gizzard what is your favorite five king time. gizzard albums it's okay what are we talking about tonight it's my dude? fourth favorite king gizzard album uh no uh actually rob i'd like you you to explain the concept for us oh got you so this series we call the formative four and the formative four are four records that sent you on your musical journey or musical path. And, you know, early on and, you know, probably still listen to them, but anyways, these are our formative four. These are our formative four. (laughs) I didn't get that either. (laughs) Um, And tonight is one of mine. So, and I'm pretty excited about it. Damn um, right. So what is that so, one? So, so that, that record is, is Def Leppard, uh, Pyromania. I'm a Pyromania. <laughs> so anyway, right. but before that, we're going to, we're going to do our out of the box or what's on the box or uh, out of the box. Our the controversial box. out go. of the box. And, yes, and guess yes, what we're yes. doing? So We're what is the record? Go ahead, Drew. Oh, I'm sorry. I was just going to kind of try and explain real quick what the out of the box segment is, which might be the newly remain, renamed segment, but yet we feature a second album and uh, we kind of do this. It's the album usually has some connection to the first album uh, or the feature album, I should say. So in this case, we've uh, found the connection between Motley right. Crue, which is our, out of the box Our, album. Out of the box. And Our, specifically Shout at the Devil. Shout at so, the Devil, Motley Crue. And then our feature um, album is, of course, uh, Def Leppard. So not only are these Johnny two Oakley. records both released in the same year. Um, 83. Bo- both arguably some of the early glam metal. For that sure. took over the early 80s late 80s into the early 90s especially until my got, crew in, until it got cut off by the quote unquote alternative grunge invasion grunge right so um god. thank god for that yeah it, it was <laughs> yeah, I, need, I really i'm going to need i'm going to need to ed- have you guys educate me on the uh, the early 80s 
Uh, well, glam. Did you say metal? Absolutely. Me- glam yeah. metal. metal? Yeah. They glam called metal. it metal. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. Because glam that was the, that was the most metal. that was the most challenging thing for me is like perceiving this. It's <laughs> either. It's, it's not like metal shiny, now. It's shimmery. But metal so now didn't exist. Shiny. It's 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 hyper produced, um, but it's it, it, it's got some it's got some musical merit, and I, I say this only so. I say this only so passionately because Def Leppard Pyromania was one of my early vinyl records and I sure. fucking loved it. Sorry for dropping the F-bomb. But also was Motley Crue Shot at the Devil. Motley Crue Shot at the Devil was one of the records. Thank you, Tipper Gore. It had a satanic pentagram on the cover. Well, and thank Bonnie you, Frank Zappa, for defeating her. Bonnie, Bonnie McKay was not having it. And she took this shot at the devil and Blizzard of Oz away from me. And I still listen to it. But um, it, of course, made me want to listen to it more. And Well, that was their whole, that was their shtick. They, they, your mom fell for it. and Absolutely. <laughs> yeah. I mean, Marilyn Manson. I mean, same and thing. Early hip hop. I mean, it all. Everything anything with Pissed that little label the on it was perfect. I guess when it comes down to it, then you could throw the two live crew, two live crew. Oh, yeah. I see you could throw that shit in there too. Absolutely. But Wu Tang. Right, but Motley Crue, in my eyes, did that in a very, very fine way. I mean, starting obviously with androgyny. It. Uh, Absolutely. Look at that I mean, fucking some, album cover. I mean, oh, that, yeah. I mean, there was more makeup. Oh, on that we're album running out of time, guys. There was more makeup on that album cover than a fucking senior class in 1985. For <laughs> How are their um, bangs? No doubt. The hairspray, dude. Are you kidding me, Drew? Do we need to take a quick break? No, not yet. Not ten minutes. Okay. Um, okay. Yeah, I mean the thing is, even like, I mean, they really look feminine. On, I mean, not like totally feminine, but they definitely weren't trying to look like that. But turned into that masculine. You know, it wasn't masculine into that glam no. look, which everyone looked like Vince Neil eventually. You know, it I mean, seemed like it was working for. I mean, it right. obviously and, worked. I mean, you had your very, but it smoothed out a little bit later. I mean, the <laughs> yeah. the, uh, the album cover of that second album, "Shout of the Devil," is just like, oh, you guys are out for business, huh? You're yeah, like, so we, dress for the movies for sure. Yeah, like wigs, I mean, Vin, the whole deal. Vince Neil has leather belts as a as a tank top for Christ's sake. I mean, it's, yeah, it's hardcore. Um. So, Drew, what's your early experience with Shot at the Devil? Well, I listened to it last week. Okay. Um, other than that, I, I don't have a early. Yes. So that's uh, <laughs> the time you listen to Shot at the Devil? Are you, are you uh, fucking no, kidding me? Yes, yes, it is. Wow! Wow. Is. I always thought that I'm Color like, the, I'm, the, I'm a loner. Away, folks. Uh, me blown away. Obviously, a hole in my listening. Uh, you know, I mean, and how could, how could I call a, myself a complete rock and roller if I haven't heard this? And right. um, <laughs> so, so like, yeah. I mean, the thing is, okay. So when it, when I listen to it, um, it definitely. I mean, what it seems to me is Miley Crew definitely believes in the formulas that were passed on by their forefathers you know like yeah they're all represented they're all represented like it's like look this worked for someone so it's probably going to work for us in a a slightly different way but yeah you're right you're right uh tommy lee is probably the only one who's fully formed at this point Okay, but right. And, so, and but that's that. all right. It's the second album. And don't take that wrong. I'm just saying they're going to continue to grow. Sure, uh, sure. Um, but yeah, you know, there's some of that. Vince Neil's voice is, I mean, tell me that's not a glam metal voice if you ever True. heard one. True, absolutely you can't it is. Do it, you can't do it anymore.
Yeah, I mean, but, for sure it is. I mean, there's no doubt about that. I mean, I guess you know, I you know, one thing is I always shun the vocals, so I apologize for that. I just don't much listen to vocals. That's okay. I got you. I, just, I, got I mean, you. like they go right, right, right through place. my. Uh, really? Because uh, I thought uh, vocals to in the beginning were probably some of the most meaningful shit I ever heard in my life. And and folks, it sounds like tonight it's going to be me defending my love for no to both Jed and Drew. No, it's no I don't think so. Do I think feel there's, definitely, there's definitely appreciation there. Okay. I think I think that you are. I built, never. You're I built never up lived that. it. I never lived it. Is the is the deal? It's I true. Never, it must seem like it seemed like a fantasy land. It, but see, the deal was like the other day. I had listened. I had just listened to the Def Leppard album, and then we had we had our our precarious exchange. We were we were originally going to do another more current glam rock right. band, right. kind and, of, and sort of chose to opt out because just for sheer offensiveness of. Well, their, I guess they're. I think it, there's a format in which it's better. There's a, there's a place where we can we can experience it. Sure, it's yeah. coming in the future. Yeah, but, uh, so, so yeah, we're gonna leave this a mystery. So, so we we, we went we went for Motley Crue, and I hadn't listened to a Motley Crue album in 15, 20 years. Another <laughs> thing, you know, when I speak to the pre, you know, kind of the primordial nature of this album is, you know, they were inventing this at the time, this genre. I Absolutely. mean, well, not really. The, the, the thing Thank is, part you. part of it is you can hear the kiss. In there for sure absolutely but well, you that, can also hear you can also hear the judas priest and the motorhead in all you can hear in the punk yeah there, mean, are piece, there are there are bits and pieces all. everywhere that i could yeah. uh, that i could find and that's Correct. when i texted you i like just listened to both of them and was like molly crew like kills it and then i listened to, to <laughs> Def, the so Def leopard album a few more times and i was like i don't know if i was being realistic about that because I think Def Leppard's probably a better band. Def Leppard, but, absolutely. But Motley Crue had a thing that, that they were, that Dude, they were they doing were that was sort of working and it was probably drawing a lot of people from oh, a lot of different God. places. They were obviously Ingo. hunting for an audience and they found a bunch of people in a bunch oh, of places. Yeah. I mean, Which think I think about is, them on- you know, like it's a business. You're trying to make things happen. Like you're going to do I it. I mean, if you're in LA as a rock band and I think Gene Simmons got his, his teeth in him real quick, uh, you know, you're, you're out there to record and make some money quick. I mean, that's yeah. what the business, why would you be in the business if you exactly. were out there Absolutely. to make money? In, in all of these guys, Nikki six, Mick Mars, Mick Mars was like five, six years older than the rest of the band. I think, but I know he's significantly older. And it, it, as they said in the dirt, like, he tried out and he said, this is my last shot, boys. Nikki Six had played in other bands, but the, the, I just think the interesting thing about What do you think Mick Mars would have done? I, I don't know. Sell I, shoes, I maybe? Some sort of I mean, haberdashery? Can you, can you imagine, like, that'd be like Lurch selling shoes to you. I mean... In, hey, uh, can the giant said, guy with the scar on his face help me? <laughs> <laughs> I tell who you what. Absolute, who can absolutely shred a metal lick? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, actually. We that guy? Me. Yeah, um, that guy. That guy. Well, yeah. So it, it, the thing is, wrong. like, the solos get better, though. Like, if, right. we're, if we're actually just talking about the solos, like, the solos get better on the next album. I mean, the next album was, like, fully formed. This was their dash Absolutely. on the scene. Absolutely. And I, it, was it wasn't, like, Home it Sweet was Home on the, on the next album. Correct. Yeah. Correct. And you, and what, and what video was at the top 10 of the MTV videos for over a year? Oh, I'm sure it was Home Sweet Home. It was Home Sweet fucking Home. Because sure it, it had the romance of the stage on it. Yeah. Which, it which, but I mean, you think, okay, so in the beginning, and I mean, then you got Looks a Kill. I mean, come yeah. on. And I don't know if I'm going Looks a, de- looks a Kill. Hey, she, keep, but, she keeps her motor clean, man. She keeps her uh, motor uh, clean. Yes, exactly. Uh, there's a little actic in there. <laughs> And a little something for the ladies, little Angus. But let me let and that 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 touches on a point. If I can if I can There's bounce in lot, here, we have got two minutes left before we get cut off and bounce back in. Correct. But did Mot, was Motley Crue uh, like a little bit of tenacious D in like 1980? 
No. In, in I mean, a, if you mean like a farce. Were they 100% like, serious legit. or is there a bit of yeah. farce? Oh, no, yeah. it's all legit. 100%. Absolutely. So like the yeah. spinal Absolutely. tap, like to no. me, like that's that. all just no. This is it was the real deal. Serious, the real. Right. This I mean, is hard. Listening to it, listening back to it now, and not knowing it from then, it's so hard not to believe. Try listening to rap. Of it. Because yeah, those people, it gets a lot worse than this. I, no, I so get it, well. I, and, and like that's a that's more of the genre study that we've discussed. Sure. You know, the sure. possibility. A little bit. I mean, you know, but. You know, I mean, if you basically underline, and we got to scoot quick, but the, the, you know, I, and I'm not speaking for all of us now, but I might get the last word. And that is, you know, sex, drugs, and rock and roll. So, and um, right on, Rob has given us the hang loose sign. And, uh, you know, it, and that's what they tucked in there together. So, um, or, oh, that's right. You were giving it to me, Ronnie James Dio style. Or, yeah. Fucking giving it to me. Roll, I'm giving it to you back. Um, so in any case, we gotta, we gotta pop out for, uh, the zoom transmission thingy and, uh, all I can say is we'll see you shortly. We'll see you shortly. And, uh, uh, we'll be right back with Def Leppard. So why don't we kick it off here? Why don't we, uh, I want to take it out on, uh, uh, Red Hot. Thank you. That's what I was going to ask you. Thank you. All right. We'll take it out on Red Hot. Check in a few We want you to submit your formative four. Tell us the musical seeds that set you on your path, and we might review one of your albums right here on the air. You can get on our blog at musicchallenge.fireside.fm or email us at musicchallengepod at gmail.com. Also, you can slip into our DMs at musicchallengepod on Instagram. Come as close to four as you can, but if you need more or less, that's all right too. Remember, musicchallengepod at gmail.com and you could hear us discuss one of your albums. And that was actually photographed by Def Leppard, uh, one of their big stalwart singles off of this album. And actually one of the first seven inch singles that I paid with my own money. Uh, that is so awesome, believe it or not, too. I see these are the things that I love about this. You tell me that because I've never heard that, folks. Honest to God, never heard that yeah. just right now. Awesome, awesome stuff. Yeah, yeah. I think Rob thinks I, I was going to come on here and just beat the hell out of this album. And <laughs> we'll see where the do. conversation I kinda goes. Still do. Uh, I still yeah. do. I mean, I don't really have. Bought was warrant. <laughs> um, wow, warranted. I will say this has got much that more. Is, 
Yes. Let's not even talk I about agree. the validity of it. No, no, no. Because this album no, fucking it was, went, There was no validity. This album went fucking double diamond platinum. Uh, same, over 10,000 fucking copies. And I bet you Warrant went crazy too, but... Um, not like they, that. Well, you're right. No, it had no... Um, I mean, it, was a, it was a cover purchase only. So, Drew, let's talk more about let's talk more about your experience with this being one of the first seven inch singles that you bought. Isn't that what you said? Like, yeah, it is. It was. Yeah, forty five. Uh, it, it was. So I, I, I can't remember if I. I just went to Musicland in the mall, you know, and okay. uh, walking in there, I'm not really sure what I. I think I thought I was buying a different song. If you want to know the truth, uh, but was. Okay. Happily surprised when it was photographed. Uh, I can't remember what the B right side on. was. It's uh, interesting. I wonder what the B side would be. Die Hard, The Hunter, or something like that. Yeah, some you know, uh, or you know, well, what was the first song on there? I don't have the track list pulled up. Rock, rock, uh, rock, rock, never stop. Um, yeah. Rock, rock till you drop. There you go. That's very much an AC coverage type sort of thing. Absolutely. Oh, for sure. Well, and that's, it's funny you said that. I said, I had written down, uh, Die Hard the, Die Hard the Hunter was like, I had, I, I just felt Bon Jovi all over it. <laughs> that was, oh, the, for that, sure. That Which was the flex in, on that one. In, and I mean, they were somewhat contemporary. Die Hard the Hunter. So, yeah, we need to, we should, we should figure out what, the, what the B side of, <laughs> A photograph of, of, was, so we right, can see no where, doubt. No, which direction we went. Right. Um, so it's part of the journey. So, so you bought this seven inch tree. Yeah. In my experience, in this, folks, is one of my formative four. And part of the reason it is, is because I owned it. And the reason I owned it was my aunt, my godmother, would buy me a record that my mom wouldn't let me have for Christmas for a few years in a row until I started being able to buy my own. Um, but this is one of the records she bought me and I put it on and it was just glorious. I mean, amazing. My mom couldn't take it away from me cause it was a Christmas present. And it, from the opening track, like you said, Jed rock, rock, amazing. And so part of the reason is obviously I was 10 years old too. So, I mean, this album to a 10-year-old kid in 1983 is, like, bombastic. At least to me it was. At least yeah. to me it was. That's okay. Yeah, it's a big slathering. And the thing is, at this time, I don't really know. I mean, this is ACDC's big heyday of their comeback, you know, when they had the second sure. dude after Bon Scott. Right, so like, right. There was a lot of shit trying to fit in with that on the radio. I, I love it. <laughs> I love it that you didn't mention his name. But you're no, you're absolutely. I, right. I don't even know his name. I mean, I forgot his name. Like, <laughs> a matter of fact, I, I don't really want to know his name. Right, right. It's almost uh, like uh, it's almost like Van Hagar. Uh, that's exactly <laughs> what I was going to say. I did. I don't want to know that guy's name either. But when I saw him, they were exactly. on a giant stage that looked like the shape of an ass. Uh, in any case, um, yeah. So, so like, so like they were. You know, if you wanted to really have a hard rock single on the radio, which is kind of where I, you know, glam rock, hard rock. I mean, sure. the thing is, there really wasn't heavy metal as we know it at the time. That didn't come until Correct. like Iron Maiden, you know, and like Priest, and, and like these dudes who had some extreme chops. Starting, but uh, but that, uh, that, was, that was earlier. That was that was. I mean, Iron Maiden began earlier than Maiden, Def Leppard, did they yeah. not? Okay, uh, um, Judas Priest. But the, I mean, okay. Are we talking about a genre or or, or people sticking out? No, 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 no. I'm, but I, all I'm saying is like those, those are a little more heavy, rocking. Exactly uh, what I call heavy metal. Motorhead, sure. Yes. And then, and then, Def Leppard and Motley Crue, which I call hard rock. um, Bon Jovi added the glam to it. Correct. Right. Yeah. Yeah, I mean the glam. Yeah. The glam was kind of always there. I mean, the glam started like David Bowie, 
you know, sure. uh, Buster, Poin- Buster Poindexter. There was a big sure. glam scene in New York in the year, right. uh, like 73, 74 uh, type deal. But, and but they did the glam metal. Kiss. Thing. I mean, it, it, right. And Kiss was obviously the... The epiphany of the whole thing, you know. Right. It's all about creating a genre, right? I mean, that's that's what they're trying to create. They're they're trying to cut their niche into the thing. Well, they were also trying to follow the niche of many other guys, many other bands. But then there's nothing wrong with that, you know. Yeah. Uh, Grabbing something. Yeah, I mean, I mean like, like for example, they, I, they try and grab the ACDC thing. DC thing. Yes. They try and grab the Kiss thing. At the same For time, sure. they have their own sound coming out, and that is the right. high harmonics. You right. know, like it's the, their the lush back and, yeah. vocals. And mind you, all the vocals on all their studio records are Joe Elliott, and that's like background vocals, harmonies. It's all Joe Elliott, which is pretty freaking cool, right? Who's Joe Elliott? And, He's. <laughs> I mean, he's which one is he? From, okay, he's okay, the vocalist. He's the vocalist. Uh, I mean, I right, didn't know right. views. Okay, right. he only has one arm, right? No, that would be the drummer. Well, that doesn't make sense at all. <laughs> yeah, I know that, it doesn't. That, that it doesn't. is insane. How did that happen? It, it was a car accident, and I think as horrible as it sounds, so it was deep enough in where it would like. He was out. He 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 had like the sway, like the the swagger to like pull it off, right? Right. Come I back mean, and they, be like, they, they, I'm, right. I'm this, to, I'm him, and I'm gonna do it. They had the money at the yeah. time to put to make a to setup make this for thing. him, and he made it work. He made it work. Yeah, he pulled it off. Rob, we had it up before, but I, I want to bring I want to come back to uh, your take on Die Hard the Hunter. Die, Die Hard the Hunter. Because right. in that song, um, all I could hear was Bon Jovi and like that sort of like storyteller, like out on a horse, riding a motorcycle, doing an adventure kind of thing. Yeah, it was, I love about oh, that. Yeah. Was, and was that was just was, that was that their th- that their take on that? Absolutely. That well, Bon Jovi it? came after. And it was you know that right. Correct. I thought it was but the same was kind of the correct. same time. I thought it was like eighty days. Contemporaries. I, I think Bon Jovi's but, uh, record came. Steel Horse I Ride came out later. I guess Steel Horse. Sure. Yeah, I guess that's where I, that's well, probably right. why I was so associating with it. Agreed. But they were still talking about Johnny Scott or no. Anyways, what was their first hit? I can't remember what Who? it was. It was a story. Bon Jovi. But anyways, back to uh, that. So it's 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 obvious. Living on a prayer. Bon no. Bon Jovi's the ones that are swiping it. No, no. Um, Far away. So back to Die Hard the Hunter. Um, this this was the across the pond version of glam rock. And again, back to like guys in Pink Floyd and stuff like that. Yeah, that their makes- fathers fought in the war, and they open this with, you know, "Welcome Home, Soldier Boy." Right? It's a story, yeah. and of course, the thick, um, the thick harmonies. And if with, it's with perfect, that's the last song on the first side, because right. that's usually where bands hide a lot of the longer songs. Is the you for know, sure for the last song on the first side is kind of like, well, we're just going to put this so together and try it comparatively to right. the, the Motley Crue review. Well, like, the Motley Crue album was 31 minutes long, so fast, right? I mean, even this is 42 early Van Halen. Think about early yeah. Van Halen. There was nothing longer than 35 minutes in no. those first five, six. Hours. I had to, you know, I remember right. when we went and saw Van Halen, Rob, uh, with, with a group. Amazing. Uh, like, like someone was, uh, yeah, it was pretty damn good. Uh, someone was all like, oh, there's no way they're going to play this. And I was like, they only have fucking two and a half hours of complete, total music. <laughs> exactly. I mean, they're not going to be skipping a lot of songs. You know exactly. <laughs> they just play they one set the, and then the guys. the same. Just oh, there's no two different sets. order. <laughs> it was one set, dude. Jed, it was one set. Jed, it was Jed. It was like they dug deep and played everything that I would ever want to hear Van Halen play, pretty much to a T. And I note mean, for I no, into that show. no doubt. No, of course, <laughs> I walked into that show. 
go not thinking I was going to be like, I'm seeing Van Halen. And I walked out and I was like, I just saw fucking Van Halen. Yeah, I, I thought like, it was I mean, awesome. I would be actually. into I would fucking be into that. It I mean, was sure. fucking awesome. <laughs> yeah, and I, I think, it was I think awesome. Drew will attest, will attest to that. This should probably, this should go back to a, saw, uh, this should bounce into that, a Van Halen like, episode. Because I I don't know a lot well, about Van Halen too. I I want the well. Trust me, okay. there can be an arrangement for a Van Halen episode. Uh, we got a few more episodes scheduled for this season, folks, and that includes uh, the Clash Sandinista next week. I can call that out confidently because that is the last of the formidable wow. three of everyone. And then, <laughs> For- and then, and then we oh geez. <laughs> formative. I told you that, that I was going to say that. Um, that would be oh, the last of uh, the three was the clue. The three, the formative three, and then uh, we all picked a Beastie Boys album, so we're just going to do a big fat Beastie Boys double special for you. Um, and uh, loaded up whoop, sweet, whoop, I think some people sweet say. tunes. So Billy's Got a Gun is you know kind of your uh, you know I actually I likened it to uh, Tin Lizzy. Uh, sure. In kind of another, a break, I would imagine another breakout huge influence, probably sure. yeah, like breakout, and then also so, uh, or jailbreak. You talk jailbreak. Tonight, that's what I'm going to jailbreak. Going to be a jailbreak. Oh, yeah. it's a yeah. great tune. Great guy, tune. Tin Lizzy's guy. That guy was hot. Um, that's what I said. Oh, okay. What do you think is it? You need to you need to enunciate your thin. A no, bit. I have not. I've been saying tin. Trust me, oh. uh, motherfucker. So, uh, <laughs> I heard. I heard. Yeah, I heard tin. Rin thin thin. Um, <laughs> not now. We're showing our age. Yeah, really. And it, that new episode of Lassie came out four years. Gin Lizzie. Years ago. <laughs> Jim Lizzie. All right. Uh, so, wow, we are knee slapping it tonight, folks. Um, you it's know, Sunday night? Yeah, uh, tomorrow's Memorial holiday. Day. Yeah. Memorial Day. Sunday off. But we still want to provide quality programming good, for the folks here. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. But, I mean, absolutely. who isn't cutting it? So, uh, um, I'm saying. I actually found the song Stage Fright to be. We are. I love that song. I love Stage Fright. Yeah. Amazing. Not bad. Amazing that you bring that up. I love that song. Because that is a little bit of a mix of the ACDC and the high harmonics. And it's yeah, kind of like. For sure. And, and, and I, there's something and particular can, about the bridge in that in that song, too. Where's that confounded bridge? Um, <laughs> I'm afraid I can't pull the bridge out. out of. Somebody had to bring up Led Zeppelin, didn't they? Yeah, but no one was going to hear me do it. So, uh, me, yeah. me. Yeah, you heard me. I mean, but someone had to say that. So, um, so yeah, stage fright's pretty. I mean, you know, for a filler type song, I mean, it does pretty well, I think. Um, and I mean, think about that in an arena. Think about a song like Action Not Words, Rock of Ages. Rock of, Rock I of mean, Ages, of course. I wrote as my as my like anthem, well, like a Rock of song. Ages was mm-hmm. an anthem at the time. I mean, seriously, an anthem. Absolutely. Is, Absolutely. I was only in fourth fucking grade, so I was buying into it hook, line, and sinker. Oh, we dude, that's what everyone I'm thought they were going to burn the school down. Everyone thought they were going to burn the school down. Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, we were just waiting for it to happen. Motley Crue and Def Leppard. Exactly. Yeah. We were just waiting for the school. angst at its finest. Yeah, at its most. most. But I'll tell you what, like, as as a parent, like, if I if I had had older kids that had gone through, like, the, like, Zepp, you know, Zeppelin and, I don't Deep Purple. Sab- the, like, no, the, you know, like, the whole Sabbath thing. Like, wasn't the Sabbath, like, the first scare? 
of like, you know, like evil music. And then like this this music sounds hilarious compared to that. Like if if I was a parent listening to it, I would be like, this is hilarious. (laughs) It's it's almost a spoof. But don't. But Bonnie. But Bonnie McKay did not look at it. I mean, look at look at it as the. I'll tell you this. Right, exactly. There you go. I That's mean, this good. this was the monetizing of heavy metal. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, if you absolutely. want to put it in today terms. Yeah, that makes a lot. And of sense. I, and for the record, I think the first scare was dazed and confused, and then it was Black Sabbath. Dazed and, and confused, my yeah, ice cream that makes truck sense. song. That's the song I would have being played out of my ice cream truck. Hell, dude, you would sell. Can we no sell? Can we yeah, sell that's right. Mushrooms out of it. No yeah. Actually, right, just be exactly. catapulting grams of mushrooms out of the back of it. Right. <laughs> that's be no so ice cream fun. truck I know. Yeah, and then kids just following behind, just running, right. running, running. There's not ice cream there. Right. Then I can play Ice Cream Man. We should uh, we right. should buy a um, ice cream. Ice cream. Stop it when you pass cream by. man genetics. Right. <laughs> Stop it when you pass him by. I got all I'm my flavors. Dixie cups. Dude. Guaranteed satisfied. All right. We've so uh, you don't fucked want to that up. No. <laughs> right. Um. This could be a real short episode. Um. <laughs> I think it's gonna. I think actually, gonna it's a, fine. A it's fun. I think there's a lot of fun in it. Right. Um, so uh, I kind of uh, skimmed over coming under fire because really the lyrics kind of scared me. Uh, right. That, in fact, I was going to need a chamois or something after I listened to it. And sure. uh, yeah. action, not words, I assume was referring to sex and uh, whatever. I would, good. I would imagine. I would imagine. I would imagine. Um, so, you know, I actually, I guess I just skimmed over those, you know, little kind of what I call fillers, um, because there were yeah. so many big fucking singles, uh, for I mean, sure. if you didn't I mean, live through it, you just don't know how long a song like, uh, what's like too late for love. Oh my God. Too late for love was fucking up there for, uh, hell yeah. Yeah. That's the thing that I miss out on. It's like, the yeah, you don't realize play. how pervasive I spent a lot of time in, 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 in radio her. play world, like with pre internet, but it was not the, you know, like other than like the random XRT song, like it was not this, you know, like it was a, it was here and there, but it was not constant. And yeah. Jed, this was constant, out. dude. I can imagine, I can imagine yeah. like during the, during the time, it just must've been just, yeah, all so there's the ACDC, there was this, and then, I mean, so there's all this shit in the middle of it, you know, all these other not as, in Motley Crue, but who's a good band, sure. but there's plenty yeah. of crap bands that were filled, you know, just stuck sure. in there too. Absolutely. You know? Absolutely. Yeah, I can only imagine. And I told you about, you know. You throw your your warrant, your white line, I mean, poison. Yeah. I'm not Skid saying Ro- Skid Row. Skid Row Skid is Ro. one of those. Were, poison is a Motley Crue ripoff. though. Skid Row was a talented bunch. Of yeah, they are. And Sebastian Bach could sing his fucking ass off. And in in his defense, Sebastian Bach is a student of music, just like a an absolute encyclopedia of music, which is crazy to think. Anyways, that makes all sense in the world to me. I mean, <laughs> so where did he come from? Did he not make it in Metallica? Or no, no, that was a different dude. That was uh, the guy that was who was Megadeth. Yeah. from Megadeth, right? right. Oh, Which right. is a whole nother story. Right, right. We won't get into that right now. But uh, so, so folks, this being one of my formative records, obviously, um, I'm a touch protective of it. But it led me into stuff like we talked about um, Van Halen, and then backwards to Led Zeppelin and other things that if I didn't listen to this, I wouldn't listen to those things as early as I did. Um, so part of why this is so formative to me, it was given to me. I owned it. I went forward. I went back. It was a formative four. Yeah. I mean, if you live, if you live through the time, it was impossible to escape it. 
And uh, I mean, these singles just sat at the charts for forever. I mean, you know, like too think late for the record that think about the record that followed this too, Drew. This oh, that was uh, animals. Pour some, sh- uh, yeah, pour they, some sugar on me. It had about eight I think singles it was called on it. hysteria. I mean, it was it, my sister went like in my dad's BMW in 1986 with like everybody had a can of hairspray on their hair. Yeah, that was a I money making heyday for music. Oh my god, <laughs> unbelievable! And, and that was at Poplar Creek. I remember it clearly. Poplar Creek. Going to see, going to see Def. There Leppard. was a there was a moment when I was listening through this album like multiple times, like somewhere in the middle. I can't, I, I couldn't pinpoint what song it was, but I was like, I can feel myself at this show and having right. this just be like people like just a wave of like people and feeling and emotion just like so who are your neighbors at the Def Leppard show Jed <laughs> I don't know so you're imagining it who I are you standing think, next to but this I is a good I question don't, I don't know I feel like exactly, it's probably exactly who they are lawyers yeah people in there like you know torn up shirts that they bought and then tore I don't, I, don't, I don't know i was three i don't know right but like i could feel i was there. like if i was into it and it was the time the time was right i could have been there like i i sure I get it i just don't get it <laughs> right no I, the thing I, is totally get it. yeah but it, i also Jed. like i, I like like I 80s do. synth bands that like are coming out sure. right now so it's just a t- it's it's a timing thing for everyone and I can definitely go back and listen to it and be like, right. yeah, that's going to be, that's going to sit in my Spotify like rotation. I'm not going to not listen to it now. Like sure. now I know the music is there. Like that's the whole point of this whole thing right. is that like, right. Sometimes it's not that, exposed it would to be, music. it would be a nice, it would be a nice surprise to have in that, in that mix. Oh, right? absolutely. Just like out of the blue. Like, oh, shit. You know, we took right. a break earlier and I threw this on and I was just like, come back. We came back into the video and I was like completely rocking out to it. You know, just, <laughs> like in the zone. I love it. Non-critically. Uh, I know I say it. this. I know I say this every week, guys, but this is why we do it. And we want you guys to to listen to new music and throw it in your Spotify or your Apple music rotation. Yeah. Um, it, we want hey, go, go ahead. ahead, Drew. Oh, we want you to enjoy the music that you like, but you know, we're also trying to, you know, maybe culture you up a little bit. You know, if if you're if you like you like hard rock and roll, and and uh, but maybe you haven't listened to this. Now you've heard a little piece of it. And you can go get it. If you haven't listened right. to this, you've obviously been living under a mossy rock for a long time. <laughs> it's I mean, that's it's, well, you have but no revisit chance. It, but revisit it too. I revisit mean, it, yeah. Good, for it's sure. a good record to revisit. It is. It is. Definitely. I mean, without a doubt. Um, boy, uh, Rob, what else do you have to say? Um, I don't know. I'm stumped at this point. Def Leppard. One of my first LPs. Um, it, it was one of the. It's like you know. I have one more thing to say, and it, it was, go ahead, Jed. I I grew up as a uh, like kind of a lonely uh, fifth out of out of five, like ten years after my other siblings were gone, and there was one okay. Boston record that I spent a lot of time like shooting pool in my basement listening Great to. Great album, but if right? it, it seems like it fits yeah exactly boston boston and if this was the album that happened to be sitting there that my like brother my long time older brother left i would have been playing this one and like i would have been in love with this album (laughs) like completely in love with this album and that's basically my story jed (laughs) that's just the way it is and like that's the ride we're taking it's it's fun Right. Yeah, I gotta admit, like, you know, so which makes, go ahead. Oh, the pace we're listening to these, you know, speaking as one of the hosts of this thing is, you know, we obviously got to keep up with the music, and I gotta admit, man, it it moves fast and it moves, um, I mean, not really fast, but I mean, you gotta, we have to prioritize our listening time, and it's kind of fun because it's like, for sure, uh, like, oh, I might not be in the mood for this, however. 
I still have. You're always in the mood for it once once you start listening to it. Exactly. Exactly. That's interesting that you say that because I'll listen to, and obviously uh, we all listen to a ton of music all the time. I'm constantly listening to music. But I get to pick, obviously, what I want to listen to. When we're doing these things, I try to focus on the two records that we're talking about. And it's almost like work, but it's fun work. And like you said, you might not be in the mood for that. Maybe you wouldn't have put something like that on at the time, but you know you you had to. You need to listen to it. It makes it pretty cool. Yeah, well, and, and and when that's the case, I t- I try to find something like, all right, what would I like thinking about thinking about that album? What am I going to listen to next? And I grab something else that I haven't listened to for like ten years and sure. kind of sort of reanalyze that, right? Or something new that someone mentioned, and like that's like that's a a really fun part of figuring out music, right? That, like, True. And you, you don't really think about it. you just sort of sit in the same thing and listen to like the same shit you're listening to and like it, there's a lot of great stuff out there that so the bands that like came after Def Leppard uh I think we're like you know well I mean, I mean it was everything I mean. Cheese, they started to cheese it up a little bit more obviously you got like I said like we said you got your Teslas you got your your poison, yeah. which was you know the, the extreme, and that was like the extreme LA style. Um, Can I ask you a, a lot? Oh, go ahead. My first concert ever was for my friend Jeff's birthday when I was nine years old. Happy okay, tell me who it was. It was Petra. Does anyone know Petra? Petra Praise? I know the city. It was the it was the, it was the Christian rock band equivalent. Yeah. Of it was the, not of the of the rock world. And I think that's What I about Striker? Striper. Striker, Kansas. I think those no, were all Striper. sort of in that Striper. Kansas was not. They were a mm. prog. They were considered prog, but I have yet yeah. to hear their Striper prog. Striper was. Oh, really? I saw Striper. like huh. Yeah, it sounds like Striper. you saw a lot of Christian rock. <laughs> a, a decent amount. <laughs> yeah, if that's your Just deal, dude, that's fine. As a small child, that's, say it. that's it's cool. Where I was headed. <laughs> I'm glad you veered from that path. So my first concert yeah, was yeah, uh, ZZ I'm Top. Also glad. I'm also glad that I veered from that path, my friend. <laughs> Jesus, the worst. When, I remember just sitting say, there as a nine-year-old, when, and I was like, when somebody what? Th- "Why? Why are they all in spandex and?" Like yeah, it woman. looked like the it looked like the cast of Cats. Like it really looked like we were watching Cats on stage, and I don't so, really know why that was, but it was a weird concert. It wasn't so striper. Nearly, it was, I think it was a nearly, lower budget version of them. Nearly a to hell with the devil. A I'm going to hell with the devil. That's it felt right, yeah. I mean, if it felt like it was <laughs> it was spoof like it was. It's it is spoof like. Yeah. Well, you know. But the uh, whole thing is a sorry. spoof, I think. So. Yeah, the whole well, the thing is it wasn't a spoof. They actually were money making people. And <laughs> yeah, like and the thing is well for people themselves. who smoke cigarettes seem to like them a lot. And uh and so I mean, like both of the bands we talked about tonight, Molly Crew sold over a hundred million in copies. Yeah, hundred million albums it's in their career. Those so Def Leppard sold over a hundred million albums in their career. So that's insane. Obviously, what would you do for money? Of course. <laughs> I mean right. Yeah. right. I would it's I would be good for them. So, I need you guys so to look more, like chicks. The moral of the story is <laughs> I, I would be in happily do Motley Crew. Absolutely. Absolutely. You would? I'd, I'd, I'd put eyeliner on. In a yeah, I think you need to work Rob, out. Would you or I die first to sell, as, to as, sell as members of, of a glam rock band. Oh, dude, I'd fucking. Or oh, all yeah. three of us. I'd, the podcast who goes glam rock me? band. <laughs> the podcast <laughs> glam rock band dies first. <laughs> before, yeah. It's better to burn out one of its fade away. <laughs> but Kurt said. Uh, and Neil, for that matter. Oh, what's oh going yeah, on over there? so what was the? 
Love yeah, Petra the, is the I holy city the Lord, of Jordan. King of Kings. Yeah. This oh, it's got it's got concert. some religious meaning behind it too. Oh yeah, Petra. it was yeah. like a full-on glam rock band like religious concert. Like it was a Christian glam rock band. It did, was did terrible. They, did did they pray before the concert started or anything like that? I hope not. I don't remember <laughs> any pledges I made, but I do remember being asked that in high school. All that other stuff. Yeah, I grew up in that. It was weird. Wow. Wow. We're not. Okay. We're not, we're not into that anymore. Sorry. <laughs> All right. So we got to check off here the Music Challenge podcast. Uh, please check us out on our Facebook page at musicchallengepod.com. You guys have five seconds apiece to give your opinions or give your, your final. Jed? Listen to all the music. Okay, Rob? Guys, one of my former to four. Check it out. It's Thank worth you. a listen or a re-listen. Thanks. All right, we got we got to check out. Peace out. So uh, I think we'll go out on Rob. You call it. Let's go out on. Let's go out on stage fright. Stage fright. Here we go, and thank you very much for joining us. We'll check out later on the Music Challenge podcast. See See you.